Tinder, yeah. <laughs> I got Lamar. You should be in shape, good shape. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Welcome to episode 10 of the Melting Pot Podcast. With me, as always, is The Onion, Elio Alfonso. Hey, everybody. How you doing? OGB, the original George Busalas, classic George Busalas. What up, what up? Manawar Manikan. What's up, friends? And the chef, George Pappas. What's going on? Since this is episode 10, we decided to make it extra special and bring on a guest. Please introduce yourself to the audience. Hi, I'm, uh, I'm Guy. I, uh, I live outside of Philly, so I don't know if you guys will hold that against me. But I hope we'll see how it goes. Guy, are you excited? I am super excited, yes. And nervous. Okay, okay. <laughs> but you had some Jewish wine. What is that called again? Oh, Manischewitz? Yeah, yeah. It should be totally, like, calm now, right? Yeah, no, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so before we get into it, we all want to know, right, We to hear what your pre-show assessments were about how these guys were going to look and, like, how they line up. Who's the closest? Who were you closest for? So I, I have to admit, I cheated a little bit. I went to Facebook. I found the two Georges, so I know what they look like. <laughs> Um, Manauer, like you look completely different. I imagine a skinny five foot ten guy. <laughs> Instead, you found what? Uh, he's a lot bigger than five foot ten. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Elio, Elio, just kind of. Well, I figured a little bit shorter, also. So everybody, I kind of pictured just why? Because like, I'm short. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you being like that size. So I figured everybody was like, you know. Aren't you usually friends with people the same I thing? am normally friends with much taller people because I am so short, but I carry myself as if I'm like 10 feet taller than they are. Right. So, I, uh, so outside of physical attributes, tell me about your pre-show assessments in terms of personalities and what, because you've been an avid listener since the beginning. So, so I have, that. yeah. So I've, I, you know, I spent a lot of time listening and I went back to old episodes. This was a lot of homework for me. <laughs> again, this was a lot of work. Um, and so I was basing my observations on kind of the stories. So with Elio, you know, the, the man of very few words, right? Like that goes without saying. I think he has to warm himself up, but I, I pictured him as the observer. He kind of like looks over people. Um, OGB, there's something wrong with you when you climb a fucking balcony <laughs> at the 18th floor. But, but it's not just that. It's the fact that you wanted to do it a second time. <laughs> so that's like, to me, that's completely fucked up. I, I don't get it. Not anymore. It's yeah. <laughs> so Manny, I just figured, because you come from such different backgrounds, I was like, you're the thinker. I feel like you, I don't know, a little bit cerebral. Like you kind of, there's something about you that you, you oversee a situation, you think about it, and then you dive in. And then Pappas, the chef, right? Um, I, I just think you're really direct. Like you don't put up with any shit. You kind of just get in there and, right? This has been known to happen. Yeah, which is kind of the opposite. Like, I feel like you and Manny are opposites a little bit from that standpoint. Well, wow. not in a bad way, but just a little. Again, nine episodes. You got to give me. I, yeah. I don't know what you guys like Will does. So. No, I love it. That's pretty fun. So are you guys ready to get the show started? Yeah. 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 On this show, we'll be discussing what athlete would not dominate today, movies made for kids in the last 10 years that we still enjoy, best Rudy story, and for those listeners that are too young to know what Rudy is, we'll explain it, debate on what's better, breakfast, lunch, dinner, or brunch, talk about sports that we suck at, and the funniest athlete quotes we have heard. But like always, we start with the food. OGP, you brought the food today. Thank you for that. What did you bring us? I did. I brought some uh, grilled octopus. Delicious. I was... Uh, you know, missing being in Greece in the summer and 
hanging out at the beach, eating some octopus, drinking some muzo. So I had a craving for that. Hey, and, just uh, one second, Pat. Have you ever cooked octopus here in the States? Uh, it's my kryptonite. It's so it, hard, it, right? It never comes up. You know, you try to add the cork. You do this, you do that. Apparently, it's the type of octopus you get. The, most of the places you get are the Chinese, and it's it's completely different from the Spanish octopus. Uh, so I just stopped trying. Yeah. It just does not. It's my kryptonite. So I'll just go and buy it. It's, it's the process. I mean, it's the actual octopus, not the processor. It, 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 that's what I have been told as of late. But I'm like, Chinese eat it over there. I mean, why? What's it? But apparently the Spanish octopus is much more tender once it's done. Well, I mean, listen, it's also kind of like cows, right? Like if you eat like the beef from like certain countries versus the beef from the U.S. versus the beef from like, nothing like Argentinian. Nothing, nothing versus... like a steer from, from Texas or from wherever. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, I've had the Argentinian. I've had the wide. Give me, give me steer from the U.S., man. Right, so octopus, what else did you bring? Uh, Lucanico, which, which is? is the Greek uh, sausage. Yeah. Um, and then some lamb uvetsi which was uh it's like a red wine sauce with lamb is you know really popular dish in greece along with some orzo which orzo is greek right then they it's a pasta yeah I, mean, it's, pasta. It's, I think it originated it, it, in greece i'm so. not sure oh, like, like everything i mean everything <laughs> came from greece, did yeah. you know that lamb's uh, <laughs> uh cooking with it is the second biggest option in greece <laughs> <laughs> Gee, what did you bring us? You brought some food as well. So I have to pronounce it the way you guys are pronouncing. So I brought hummus. So how do you pronounce it? So I, I brought hummus, trina, and shrub. So for the audience, you said you were from Philly, but really tell us a little bit about your background. Sure. So I was uh, I was born in Israel. My dad's Israeli. My mom's Moroccan. Uh, she went to Israel when she was 16. They met during the war of 73. Had me not too long later uh and uh came here when i was a year old moved to philly and i've been in philly 45 years nice anything else did you bring us you bring in dessert or anything oh damn i forgot dessert <laughs> <laughs> i don't know everyone's full of thank you for bringing it. it was delicious i was so excited to see the octopus i was so excited see, i can't even pronounce it what kind of cool yeah yeah it was delicious absolutely papas you ready to get started whenever you're, you're gonna kick us off you're gonna kick us off so okay you chose a player that would dominate that would not dominate today that I'm not sure most of our listeners are any sort of way familiar with. Like, you went like this is deep cut into the album, B-side, pretty you much know, like you're the only person that yeah. listened to the whole album all the way through. <laughs> Who was it? What position did he play? Because no one's gonna know this person. He was a linebacker. I mean, it took him forever to get into the Hall of Fame. He is a Hall of Famer, but I think it's more out of longevity and just the stats he compiled and all that. He played for the Redskins, Chris Hamburger. I know him. Yeah, never heard of him. Yeah, see, you never, you never heard of Chris? He played in the seventies. Really? Number fifty-five. No. What kind of fan are you? What do you mean? I'm not the only one. No, I haven't heard of him. I haven't heard of him. I haven't heard of him. Yeah, but you're not a Redskins fan. You're no, an Eagles fan, so you get a pass. Well, Manny hasn't heard of him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. he was the bicycle hem of his day. <laughs> Vibe? Vibe. I was on TV in Philly. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. he's like oh, so Chris Hamburger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so just, why would he? Why would he suck today? I don't know if he'd suck, but he would not be. He, he, it'd be hard for him to get on. He'd probably slow. He's probably slower than everybody. He was smaller frame. He was what six one, six two. Probably weighed about two ten during his playing weight. I mean, what what linebacker? See, why are you looking at him? He doesn't know. What linebacker? <laughs> what linebacker? 
linebackers are 210 nowadays, unless yeah. it's the, you know, a, a special. Yeah, yeah well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, think about the hogs, right? The hogs, their, their weight, like the hogs weight today, like they wouldn't need, they were like under oh. 300. They were under three bills. Except, except for Jacoby. Yeah. He was around. Yeah. Isaac was 253. Yeah. Butts. Butts was around 300, 285 to 300 yeah. in that range yeah. as a defensive tackle. Yeah. Mark May was probably around close to three, but yeah. even Grim, Grim was what, 260? Yeah. I don't know what he's no, no, no. But so like, anyway, so much smaller. Smaller. And... It wasn't as as athletic as these linebackers coming out now. I mean, you just look at it. You could say that probably for ninety percent of any player in the NFL prior to the eighties. So I'm going to tell you something. You probably could, but you can't say that about who Manny chose because I think you're wrong. So tell us who well, you, you chose. Think I'm wrong. You're, I'm going to tell you why you're wrong because I think you're uninformed. So go ahead. I might be, but I was I was back and forth about this. And it came about actually after watching a lot of uh, football yesterday and the fact that I don't remember John Riggins being – hold on, slow down. Yeah, I didn't – slow down. This is crazy. Slow down. Slow down. Everyone calm down. <laughs> I don't remember John Riggins being – I remember him hitting pockets. I remember him moving people. But I don't remember him being as – Slow down. I said I'm going to blow your mind in a second. I, I can't help myself. I've okay. been holding on to this all anyway, day. I just think he was more of an X's and O guys and not as a, a think on the fly type okay. running back. And that's why I said that he wouldn't dominate today. He may hit the pockets right. He may push people off the line. But I, I still think that the running backs today are more think on the fly and adapt than he would have been able to do now. You think he was less cerebral? I do. Okay. That's where I was coming from. All right. All right. I didn't know that. I thought you were going to the size of his feet. No, 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 no. Because he was 6'3", 230. No, no. He was even a 4'440". He was a big dude, and he moved people. But I just... Why are you shaking your head now? I know. He used to kill the Eagles. Yeah. No, but that's where I was going with it. That In that sense, I don't think he would be able to adapt to that today. If he was playing now, that's it. Got it. still think he's a big dude. I still think if he moves people off the line, but I don't think he would be as good as he was then. Now, in this, this, I think he would be like a uh, Derrick Henry. I, actually, yeah. I think he'd be, he'd be better. What was well, that Derrick Henry? I think he'd be better because he'd be a touchdown vulture. <laughs> yeah, he'd be the yard line, yeah. and he would score for you every yeah, time. Yeah, he'd be the one. Not that, the one, the one that most recently remember being similar to him in, in recent times is Mike Allstop from Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes. Okay, yes. he's the one that I think is most similar to him. He could have even been Riggins' son. Yeah, but. That type of player, I don't see that type of player really that much anymore in the NFL. I see a little bit more of the running backs that are adapting, yeah. that are really learning the playbook and learning options well, for themselves. Because they don't run fullbacks that much. That's Rigor true. Was a yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's absolutely true. All right, awesome. Hey, Elio, you want to talk a little bit more about drunk hot dog eating Babe Ruth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it more and – I don't think he would dominate the way he did back then in the whites only league, but I think he would be pretty good. Who would be his, like, would it be, who's the fattest, just most out of shape hitter of late? I'm trying to think. Oh, Cecil, Cecil Fielder. Cecil Fielder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His son, and, but they were, you know, home run hitters, but, you know. Yeah. Well, like, Babe Ruth, it depends, because, you know, if you put him, Back then, put him to today, and he trades hot dogs and and for for push-ups and, <laughs> and, and some steroids. That's like a big yeah. job. Hot dogs yeah. and, and beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge beers for sure. Hot dogs and beer for push-ups and steroids. <laughs> then I'll have to rethink it. Gee, you want that? 
I'm warmed up. All right, great, great. <laughs> I loved your choice. I don't know why he wouldn't dominate because I don't think I know enough about the sport. So can you tell us your number one choice? He's also one of your heroes. Yeah, so he's one of my favorite player in any sport of all time, John McEnroe. And so if you look at Mac, like tennis-wise, his serve sucked, his ground stroke sucked, he could only volley. And I think in today's game, he'd get clobbered by all the returners that are in the game and by the big servers. And I don't think he'd do very well. So you shared with me an interesting Johnny Mac story. Uh, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, and I don't know if these guys know either, I was a ball boy at the U.S. Open the last four years. I skipped oh, this year. That's awesome. <clears throat> so if you want to do a search, I'm not allowed to talk about it, but if you want to do a search on ball boy and Medvedev from two years ago, you might see somebody, you know. <laughs> you might. I don't know. Um, Wait, is he the one who just won? Medvedev won. Yeah. <laughs> Did he, he send you a thank you card? <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, he and I are not friends. Let's just put it that way. I wasn't rooting for him. Um, but I was a big fan of McEnroe's, and, like, I was at the Open four years ago, and I wanted to do one of his Masters matches, and the supervisors kind of wouldn't let me do it because he was such an asshole. Mm. And he and his brother apparently were horrible that day. So, like, they kind of saved me from myself, from having my hero no longer be my hero. This is what so they instead say, they put me with Martina Navratilova, but she was horrible too. <laughs> they, say, they say you should never meet a hero, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely should not have met him. I'm you also had some other interesting choices. Who were some of the other people you had on your list there? So I put that, like, I'm a big basketball fan. I think Bill Walton would suck today. I think he's just too big, slow, goofy. Oh, yeah. I don't think he'd do any well. I put Mark Eaton also as one of those guys. Oh, I think it would be horrible. Not that he was good back then. <laughs> I, you know, one of the guys I was looking at was Bill Bradley. Like his stats, if you look at them, were horrible. Um, who else did I put down? Deion Sanders was one I put down. Because I think because of the rules. I think he might not do it. But he never, like, tangled up with anybody. I don't feel like he was ever, I like... No, I just feel like the game's offensive. It's not defensive, and I don't know. I was, you know, I debated that one. But I put it down because I can't just... You ask me a question, I can't just answer it with one person. I got to answer with, like, 65 of them. Yeah, you did that with movies, too. You yeah, said, everything. Like, despicable me, and then, like, I'm so... Like, <laughs> yeah, that's no, that's, really, that's the way I roll. Yeah, yeah. Pappas, your yeah. choice was no shock to me. What was the number one, like, kids' movie for you that you still want to watch? What well, wait, actually, what do you guys think it was? Kids movie of the last 20 years. Pixar. I was going to say Toy Story. Invincible. No, keep, keep thinking. Uh, what does he do for a oh. living? Oh, oh Ratatouille. Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's movie. an excellent movie. I saw yeah. that in the theater. Yeah, uh, so did I. Like, what? <laughs> Great movie. Yeah. They're making Ratatouille too. Are they? Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> They are make, they're making a Ratatouille 2 with rats from all around the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. And so, like, each, each rat has got some sort of, like, funny little ratty name. About some <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, Ratatouille. That would mean kind of obvious, I guess. It is such a good movie. It's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. What's the name of the chef? The, the, not the kid, but, like, the spirit? Oh, um... I'm, I, I, was, I watched this the other day. Every once in a while, I'll yeah. put it on. Oh my god! And and is it? No, it's not Antoine. No, no, Antoine's the owner. I thought it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, that, that character's really good. It's really well done. That spirit and stuff. Really good. Manny, who yes. were, the, what were the two that you chose? Uh, the Lion King, which I think is a great story in and of itself. And I'm kind of pissed I didn't go see it on Broadway because that was something I really wanted to do. And so it was also at the Kennedy Center, and I missed that too. But uh. Hands down, the Jungle Book, 
Which one? The, the first one, the second Original? one. Yeah. Well, the, the, no, no, the, the the one that they just released live in 2016. Action? Yeah, the live action yeah. one was amazing. I thought you were talking about which book. Yeah. Um, it's my favorite book growing up as a kid, and you know, it's a, it's about a kid coming from the same subcontinent, India, Pakistan, same area. Um, and I swore after you know reading the story, uh, I don't know how many times I said, seeing the movie, which I absolutely loved. Uh, I watched it again this past weekend. Um, I I thought I was Mowgli. I'm you like, thought you were I'm oh, Mowgli. Okay. I'm Mowgli. And when I was seven, I decided I was going to be Mowgli for Halloween. I'm going to be that this year. <laughs> I could. I could do it. I could. My hair's long enough. I definitely could do it. Uh, but yeah, I, I ran into my bedroom. And I said I'm going to make my Halloween costume. Told my mom. She goes, Okay, where are you going to be? I was like, I'll let you guess. I came out in a pair of tidy whitey fruit looms, and I was like, I need to paint these brown. And she's like, what, what are you going to do? I was like, I'm going to be Mowgli. Brown. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I have no shirt on, no pants on. I was like, I'm just going to go out trick or treat just like this in a pair of tidy whites. I'm Mowgli for Halloween. She was like, you're absolutely not. Go back into your room. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, Jimmy, before we talk about your two movies, do you guys remember Underoos? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember a commercial for Underoos. You, you know, like they were like, like the kids underwear, the kids right? Were like, yeah, like, yeah, 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 all the characters yeah. stuff. They don't do that stuff anymore. Or at least maybe, I don't, maybe they do, but I don't ever see commercials on. I remember wanting like all of the underwears so bad. And if you guys remember my worst present, you guys remember what my worst present was? was you, the, yeah, I forget what you said. My sister's panties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was underwears. It was not. OGB, what were your two movies? Uh, I had The Incredibles. It's a great one. Which was, you know, the original. I mean, I was pumped when they finally came out with the second. And also the Lego movie I thought was pretty hilarious in terms of... Yeah, it's one of my 55. (laughs) There was a lot of those adult references in there. Just different characters. You know, Batman was in there. It was was great. And he was like all dark, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The other I loved about it is that everything is awesome. Like that's just so quotable, right? Everything is awesome (laughs) all the time. So when you brought up The Lion King, I went and did a little bit of research because I remember hearing this before um, somewhere. And so I wanted to make sure that I understood. Do you guys, you remember Scar, obviously. Yeah. yeah. You know what his real name was? No. His real name is not Scar. His name is Taka. Oh, I did not know that. And what Taka means is waste. So literally, that was like the whole other that his parents named him a waste. Wow. And this is why he turned evil. This is the whole like Lion King backstory. I thought it was pretty excited. fascinating. That's wild. Yeah. So like, no wonder he's like a big asshole, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know who else is a bit of an asshole? Joe Montana. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. That, okay. So, okay. so a nice pivot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to think of assholes. Like, segue. Manny and I were talking the other day, like speaking of assholes, we were talking about like things that we messed up when we were little. And I said to him, when I was little, I used to say. Think butt fucking men, two people sliding their asses together. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't think that was an appropriate segue. So we, we're gonna go with Joe Montana. So really, the yeah. So the question was, who's like your favorite Rudy in your life growing up? Like what person, right? Whether it was a professional athlete or whatever else. So if you guys don't know this, Joe Montana was there during uh, Rudy's season. Whatever his what's his name, Daniel what? Rudiger. Yeah, Rudiger. Rudy. Rudy Rudiger. He was there. Actually, Rudy, I think, was in the movie. I think it really means like, you know, I don't even know. It doesn't really matter. But he's a real person, right? Yeah. yeah. So he's a real person. So you, Joe Montana's on, like, the Dan Patrick show, and they're talking about it. 
And he won't claim the movie. He's like, no one ever cheered for that guy. No one ever really liked uh, that guy. And he's like, could you guys carry him off the field? And he was like, as a joke for how small he was. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Brings new perspective onto the the whole movie. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a feel good story. It's a feel good story, but it was more so like you know, people were like, why do you have to go in on him? Like, yeah, this poor yeah. guy has had nothing in his life. Right? Like, this is his moment, and like he's like crushing him on it. But you know, whether true or not, people always remember Rudy or yeah. the Rudy's in their life. So Manny, you chose a classmate, John Bubis, Bubis, Bubis. Yeah, I think he was Greek. Um, <laughs> sounds, sounds Greek. I think he was Greek. Yeah. Uh, not that it has any bearing on this, but yeah, um, I, I just uh, started at a new high school with barely any friends. We had moved, so I joined the football team freshman year. And there were stories coming out of other freshmen and then some of the sophomore players that were playing for JV. And they had the story about this guy who started really skinny, really tiny, had gotten picked on most of his school career and joined the freshman football team, used that bullying type situation to, you know, give him empowerment. And he started working out, he started working out freshman year, played freshman football, sophomore year, JV. And in between his sophomore and JV year, he got jacked. And I mean, jacked. And went on to play varsity, was a star player on the varsity team, track and field also, wrestling, senior year, same thing, super jacked. And he was a senior when I was a freshman. One of the nicest guys you could ever meet. I was swollen as all get out. Like this guy was massive. And he played linebacker, lights out playing. He was so good. Uh, he went to you know, Penn State football camp in the summer and stuff, really dove into it. But he was so he was so driven by all of the bullshit that he had come up with. Got better, got huge, and had every reason to be kind of like a dick to everybody. He's like, I'm the biggest player. I got the hottest girl. You know, I'm that. And he was in the weight room cheering freshmen on, telling kids not to quit, keep going. You can do it. You'll be like me one day or whatever. And a lot of the other teammates, a lot of the other teams, uh, teammates, would tell these stories to guys that looked like they were about to like give up. They're like, oh, football's not for me. I'm too tiny. I'm, you know, whatever. They'd shit on themselves. And they're like, look, man, this guy, John Boobas, you see him walking down the halls. He was like you. So imagine you could be like John Boobas. And he went on to, yeah, they, they were cheering for him. He went, he got a scholarship, I think, to Clemson and was a star football player, also star track, track and field maybe even wrestling, but I, yeah, he just, he was a super, and man, the guy was like super chill, super down to earth, really, really inspiring, man, really like a really nice guy. I like it, I like the story, I like uh, your choice there too, Elio, who did you choose? Someone actually has been on the, uh, he's been mentioned on the podcast a couple of times. From yeah, probably, I mean, I've known him since I was like 10 years old, my close friend. Uh, <laughs> continue. My close friend, John Stavinsky. He was never the strongest or fastest, but he was always the best in every sport he tried. He had like that that Jordan, Kobe, Jeter determination, and he just practiced, worked hard at everything. And senior year, he was the best player on the baseball team. And when they were in baseball games, he would go and play for the tennis team because he was better than everybody in the tennis team too. So... Well, Starbinsky, when there were no baseball games, he would play tennis because the tennis team, he was better than everybody they had on the tennis team. So if you ever need somebody to beat baby George, Starbinsky's <laughs> almost 60 Man, years old. In a while. That's what I'm saying. He'll embarrass him. 
Baby George, you talk about uh, McEnroe, baby George will break all his rackets if he plays Darbinsky. <laughs> a 60-year-old man will embarrass him. The rest of you guys uh, chose uh, professionals, or at least some professionals, and they're all good choices. OGB, who did you choose? I mean, I don't know if it's a story. You know, Muggsy Bogues came to mind. Yeah, Just because, I mean, I can imagine this guy, you know, what was he, 5'2"? Five three, maybe yeah, not five even. Five three. He was listed at five three. I, I can just picture his whole life. You know, people tell him, "Dude, you, you can't play basketball. Like, there's no way you're gonna play basketball. I'm going to the NBA. I mean, there's no freaking way." And just having to hear that constantly, and like this guy actually had like a long ass career in basketball in at the highest level at five two. I mean, I think it's like mind boggling. His calves are like this yeah. big. Yeah, 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 absolutely. He all they also made him take a picture of a new bowl. As a little kid, I remember that that poster they always had of him. Guy, a guy. <laughs> you have three here, two real and one fake. Who are your two real ones? So I'm gonna. Can I throw throw you for a loop? Yeah, yeah, you can do whatever you want. We've been talking a lot of Redskins football team. Yeah. How, how do you like Vince Papali? How do you not? Oh, right? oh yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, you guys made a see movie. The movie with, uh, great movie yeah, with uh, Mulberg. Right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was thinking that on my ride here because I didn't put that down. I used Eddie the Eagle. I love Eddie the Eagle. They also made a movie about yeah, him. Made a movie. It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Worst movie of all time. Hugh <laughs> Jackman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know Eddie the Eagle was? Oh, tell us. Eddie the Eagle was a uh, British guy who always wanted to be like an Olympian, and I mean he, he was five foot nothing, hundred nothing pounds couldn't do anything else and was like i'm gonna be a ski jumper <laughs> and that shit's no joke have you ever seen oh, like yeah. well, oh, oh. The, the wide world of sports he became and you have to qualify so it's kind of like the boston marathon you know some of the other marathons you just pay to get in that one you actually have to like get a time to get in you actually have to jump a certain distance to qualify for the olympics and he made it. He got to the Olympics. And it's pretty amazing. Story. I remember the Olympics. Yeah. That Olympics with him. And they called him Eagle He was like half blind. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. I thought because he flew. They called no! Him the no! They no, didn't call him Eddie the Eagle, not Eagle Eye. I think they called him Eddie the Eagle. Oh, no, Eye. It's, Eagle. it's Eagle Eye. I'm not no. We got to look that up. <laughs> Oh, I don't think you did your research. All right, who was your second one? Because this is pretty funny. Well, come on. How is Tamir Goodman? Well, Tamir, that's pretty good. The Jewish Jordan. Yeah, in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, 
And who was your fake one? Only because this is a great movie. Oh, Lucas. Come on. That was like my... Oh, no. I <laughs> thought I was Lucas for a while. There was a short fat kid. Greatest food. Charlie oh, Sheen is in it. In the yeah. 80s movie, he comes in and plays out. He's like a freshman in high school. He wants to play football. And he like, it's Corey Haim. Yeah. It's Corey Haim. It's like, when he was like 14 what, or 15 years old. What did they used to call him? The... Who? In the Lucas, movie? yeah, when they were making fun of him. I don't remember. I don't remember that either. But anyway, like, it, so Lucas, like, reminded me, did you guys ever see The Waterboy? No, oh, yeah. Do you remember The Waterboy where they're doing the highlights of all the people trying to pick their, like, you know, like, uh, people off the street to play on their team? Uh-huh. And they're like, Michigan just premiered The wa- uh, the Towel Boy. Pappas, yours is one that I definitely want to give a hand to. Jim Abbott. Yes. I that's so wrong. You're a one-handed pitcher. That's pretty. That throws a freaking no hitter. Yeah. Above it all. I mean, he he didn't have the best career record, but to make it to the bigs, I mean, he was drafted in the first round, I think, by the Toronto Blue Jays out of high school, and then decided to go to Michigan. Played, I want to say, ten. He played a lot of ten years, eleven years. years. Threw a no hitter. I mean. It's quite amazing for a one. He was a quarterback on his high school team. It's just an amazing story. And now he's a motivational speaker and does the whole bit. But I mean, fucking guys with two hands can't throw no hitters or, or much less throw a football. And this guy just out there going for buck, man. It's great. Yeah, it was when you brought when you like I know I was joking, but like I like was like, oh my gosh, I remember getting his baseball card and be like, this guy can make it. Yeah, like it was just like crazy to me, like. That kind of drive, that kind of like determination, yeah, and a, a yeah. desire to do it. I mean, that's that's what it's about. Yeah, no, I'm so we're gonna like just do a quick turn here. We're gonna get into the debate here. Ready to kick it off? Sure. What's the best meal? Breakfast. Easy. <laughs> Easy. What? Why? And I actually think your I actually think your reasoning is sound. Breakfast. People eat breakfast, be it lunch, dinner, overnight, early morning, whenever. You don't eat dinner or lunch usually for breakfast. It's the only one that, that can span the 24-hour period. Do I like dinner? I love dinner. I love a big fast steak. But I'm not going to sit down and have prime rib at, at 7 in the morning. Nothing like pancakes, eggs, sausage. I'm, I'm sorry. Breakfast to me is the king of meals. It starts your day and you start your day off right. It's versatile, but it's not the best. <laughs> right? Nope. Man, I think I agree. You know, opinions are like us. Which one is going to what was yours? Brunch. Yeah. We're talking, about, we're talking about eating, not drinking. Well, listen, but yeah. Brunch or who's drinking? Brunch or who's drinking. <laughs> but more, more than that, you can have breakfast, lunch, and dinner all at that same time. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, it does. You want steak when you wake up? Wake up at 10 o'clock. Go steak to and eggs. 11, have steak and eggs. Steak and eggs. Breakfast. And you can have a... An egg sandwich with steak on it. You can, I mean, there's so many different things. You That's can have pizza. Breakfast. You can have pizza for lunch. Uh, you can have all these things. Pasta doesn't matter. It's brunch. All right, but here's the thing. Like, there's no it, food group that's specified for brunch. It's is, no spe- specific food for brunch. Is it brunch or is it brunch buffet? Because there's two different things, right? So like, just going to brunch and having a brunch food is not as good. It's like, I agree with you. Like having like, well, that, now having, like an egg sandwich and then. An, 35 minutes later, having crab legs. <laughs> See, and then coming back and having dollar pancakes. Yeah, right? yeah, like absolutely. But I, I still think that all that's brunch all encompassing. Depends on obviously the place you go to or whatever, but brunch. And of course, drinks. Elio, why is brunch for you? Exactly what he said. I mean, <laughs> and I prefer breakfast, but 
if I want something else and it's brunch, I can have something else. Breakfast is my favorite food. Like that. It's okay. It's Brunch is a little bit later than breakfast. That's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting up the Which right. is breakfast food, yeah. And you got to put bacon. Breakfast. You put... <laughs> no, bacon's all day. That's breakfast. It could be on burger. Yeah. But he's not having a burger. He's having eggs and bacon. Because That's right. But I'm having it for brunch. I'm not having it for brunch. <laughs> the timing is irrelevant. It's You're no. eating breakfast at lunch time. Brunch is brunch. But you're not eating any of the brunch, brunch items. items. Brunch. But you're not eating any of the brunch items. Yeah, but he's drinking it. Because then you're having a drink whenever you want. That's, no, that's irrelevant. We're talking about food. Breakfast. Yeah, but they don't have a slider right after all that. That's what brunch chicken. French buffet has sliders. Yeah, they got sliders. Now they're making shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's breakfast. You guys just... legs With some scrambled eggs on the side. It's it's easy peasy. Brunch. Yeah. Easy. None of these are yours. What's yours? Dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I could go all day without eating, but I have to have a big ass dinner. It's all about... No, and my, then my, can, no, my my clock is the opposite. Oh, so I wake up and I'm yeah. fucking ravenous. I I don't need to eat until the end of the day, and then for dinner you can go savory and sweet, right? You can have your appetizer, you can have your meal, and then you can have a dessert, and you have it all there. You can French have French, French, French rolls. You can do. I don't like French toast at all. Oh, <laughs> not at all. Pancakes? You make the French toast out of a Krispy Kreme donuts. Yeah, glazed donuts. I I I chop it all up and then. Thank I mean, you. I'm sure it's delicious. It's, it's just not for me. Uh, <laughs> 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 Next time. Next episode. Now, I'm, I'm getting ideas. I'm getting ideas for what we're gonna have at my house when I host it. We're that doing sounds breakfast. pretty good. Oh, that's a good one. That is, yeah. We're doing breakfast. But will it be in the afternoon? No, it'll, it'll be, be at six o'clock. No, I'm going to bring my Sunday Fun Day t-shirt. It's going to be breakfast for dinner. It's going to be breakfast for dinner. Or brunch. Breakfast at six o'clock? No, no. When George wakes up. One of my favorite things. I Listen, I love brunch. Yeah, I love the brunch buffet. Yeah, I like to eat, right? I like the brunch buffet. But my favorite thing to do would be to go, you know, because all my friends are like, Jordan, they didn't sleep in. And I, you know me, like, I'm an early riser, right? So I'd go on Sundays during football to the local brunch place that now just closed, uh, Whitlow's. Hmm. And I would sit at the bar by myself, and I would order Malibu and Pine and I, in, in a martini glass. And I would just drink them and be like, oh, I'm so manfed. <laughs> I'm having brunch on a Sunday. You, uh, you love dinner, and you also don't suck at sports. Apparently, no. right. I love it. Love the swagger. The rest of us still suck. So OGB, why is golf so hard for you? I can hit the damn ball. You can't. I, I cannot hit the ball. 
I went to drive it. It's gonna make it really tough. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I hate golf. I fucking hate golf. I hate to watch it. I hate to try to play it. I hate to golf everything about it. I went to the driving range once. Everybody thinks it's so much fun and this and that. I couldn't hit the fucking ball. And I pulled a muscle on my back trying to hit the ball. <laughs> and I never attempted to hit the ball again. And that's it. I mean, I... Fuck golf. I, fuck golf. <laughs> Even if I was able to hit the ball, I think I'd still hate it and not want to hit the ball anymore. I thought that you would enjoy it, man. It's like so relaxing. Relaxing that day. <laughs> <laughs> Drive from on the cart and hold the whole drinking. I, fi- I figured it'd be just up your alley. Yeah. Lots of grass there. Yeah, a lot of grass. <laughs> all grass. Like all the grass. <laughs> Man, you chose a position out of sport. Well, running sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I have I'm friends that ask, you know, to go you know, do marathons or whatever. I'm like, fuck that, I'll donate. I'm I'm not I'm not running. It, I can't I can't do it. It just it doesn't work for me. And I was a running back for a very, very brief time in uh, in high school football, uh, where they thought it would be good for again a non-skilled player to try and punch a hole at you know third and short, second and short, or whatever, first and goal. And I was they tried me twice. The first time, got it, boom, stood straight up, went right back. The second time, I'm like, okay, well maybe it was a fluke. Same thing happened. I. I can't bend over and run. I'm too tall for that shit. But because of my size in high school, they were like, yeah, you, we need you to, to punch us through. I it, I think about to this day, I think about almost every day, how I should give me the ball. I take it. I'm focused on <laughs> down, being down. And then all I know is I stand straight the fuck up and right back down on my back. It was third in inches, and then it ended up being like fourth and five. <laughs> By the way, you're running back focus position. It's too bad we don't have video. It looks like you're about to take a dump. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what it felt like. I was just at, this is not normal for me. But yeah. Balance, yeah. it's really too bad you cannot play this sport because I bet you would have been awesome at it. I know, I really do. I think you would have been amazing at this sport. What was it? Hockey. I can't skate to save my fucking life. Get out there, ankles are going in and out. I just, I love the cold. I mean, I love the physicality of the game and all that. I'm like a giraffe on skate. You could, been, you could have been like Happy Gilmore and taking your skate off and trying to stab <laughs> someone. <laughs> Great enforcer for sure. Probably, probably, but but, but the skates just, I, I can never get on that blade. I couldn't steady myself. I don't know how. Why? Do you, any of you guys ice skate? I did in my youth. Figure skating or ice <laughs> skating? <laughs> <laughs> I just skated around the <laughs> I didn't figure skate. I wasn't doing any like, dancing. But, no. Ice dancer. Yeah. yeah. With Wayne Farrell. Yeah, yeah. We skated around. That's, uh, Elliot, what was your sport? Tennis. That's mine, too. Yeah. I mean, and Dobrinsky, again, who was like great athlete. He played me and Rick, who was our good friend and the best boss I ever had at the same time. And beat the hell out of us, and then on top of it, to have insult to injury, he'd hit us with the ball too. Fuck you, asshole. When I asked for funny uh, athlete quotes, do you gave a bonus funny athlete quote from tennis that just came out like this week? Yeah, my favorite tennis player, <laughs> Medvedev. Right? Um, what did I say? Something about balls. He's he, oh, I'm I'm going to try to leave my balls on the court. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. I was sitting there, and my kid looked at me. He's like, "Did he just say that?" Yeah, he's foreign, so he said it. 
but that was the quote that uh, that he gave. Bald quotes are always funny. Um, you also said a quote that people use all the time that actually has a pretty dark backstory. Yes. So uh, clearly I'm from Philly and Iverson's practice quote. Oh, yeah. It, well, it's it's not like if you, there was a 30 for 30, I think. Yeah. That. Well, it was a, it was a, his story. They did right. Yeah, that's right. right. So he his friend had died I mean, seven months prior. Larry Brown, who was the biggest asshole in the world, was his coach. And they had just got into a fight and he was talking about practice. And so everyone makes fun of that one. And they use it with like the Denny Green, like remember they are who we thought they were. Yeah, and that's and a great Herm one. Edwards, like practice. Jim Mora. Right. But playoffs. 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 Yeah. Um, but that's the Iverson quote. Everyone makes fun of it, but it's not a funny, like he was really in a dark place. Uh, so I took this to a dark place. No, no. <laughs> I think I think we now need some levity. So Elliot, your quote is funny as hell. What was it? My quote. The quote that you shared, the funniest athlete quote. Oh my gosh. Things yeah. that make you feel similarities. Oh, yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah. It was Doris Taylor when he had just retired and I, he was probably cracked out of his head. And he said to a reporter, he called the reporter a silly dilly bitch. <laughs> so I thought that was the funniest thing I ever heard. It was like crackhead nursery rhymes. Yeah. Or you know? <laughs> yeah. You did say the quote, Manny. You chose an athlete as being a true comedy gold. Our generation's Yogi Berra. Who is it? Shaquille O'Neal, man. That guy has to be hands down one of the funniest people to to, yeah, to yeah. spit on TV or whatever. Mm -hmm. But the one quote that I kept going back to was they had just won the championship. I forget which one. He was in the press briefing room giving a press conference, and one of the reporters was trying to mess with him, and was like, "Shaq, if your mom got bit by a snake up here in her breast region." Would you suck the poison out? And he said, no, but I'd suck it out of your wife's. And then he jumped <laughs> off. And out of the <laughs> I was going to actually, there was a quote I was going to do Shaq. Oh. They act when he was in Greece for a, oh, that was hilarious. For a, uh, uh, a, some tournament or game or whatever. Somebody asked him, have you been to the Parthar? It's like, I don't know what clubs I've been to. <laughs> The arbors had to call them and be like it was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> he just think he like he actually got a hotel room across from the park. Yeah, because he wanted to view it and stuff. Uh, I always remember when we got on stage and he started rapping. Oh. And like big personality, big like, personality. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, the, the whole rap is actually pretty easy if you read it, and then it ends there. It was yeah. like that's what you that's that's the that's the battle line. He got a there. three record deal for ten million dollars signed to a major label. Yeah, he probably bought the label. Yeah. Yeah, like now, like we're, you will, it was me and you were talking yeah, about it yesterday, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, I see how. Who was the Green Bay mooning yeah. them? And uh, the reporter asked him, you know, did you write a check for the fine or something like that? And he's like, when you're rich, you don't write checks. He said, well, what do you do? Straight cash, homie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was just hilarious. I mean, I think you know, it's, 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 it's like straight cash, homie. How many times do you hear you know people say that now? How sick of a high school team do you think it was with him and white chocolate? You know, they it's, played together. It's wild. Those two basketball. 
Yeah. They were, he was a great basketball player. He was an amazing basketball player in high school. And I was just to remember the Nike commercial they played, the Dukes that had. That was a cool commercial. Yeah, yeah. That and was they were cool showing commercial. them when they were growing up and stuff like that. Funny would be you'd watch Jason Williams, and he was country. Like when he was like in like his interviews and stuff, mm-hmm. you just don't even think that, right? Like all the tap and stuff, right. and he's just like super, super country. Finally, tapas. Yeah. Take us home with the quote you chose because. Number one, you got to tell us who, who this person was first and then lead up to the quote, okay. because I don't think a lot of the younger audience will know. They'll, they'll, they'll know his son. Maybe. Maybe. Because his son ain't young. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he coached a few years ago, yeah, right? Yeah. But they won't know him, and they yeah. won't know, you know, so. So growing up, I was a big, I, I used to watch college ball all the time, so I was a big Texas fan, because they, they had a, they always had a good stable of, of running backs, and I got really into Earl Campbell. When he went to the Oilers, Started following the Oilers and the head coach of the Oilers, Bum Phillips. Phillips. Yeah. So somebody asked him once, you know, because on away games, his wife would always travel with him. And this always stuck with me. And it, some, one, some reporter asked him, he goes, Coach, why does your wife always come with you guys to away games? Because she's too ugly to kiss goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I always thought that was hilarious, but it was just, he was a, a quirky dude. I mean, he, uh, funny, if you can find some old footage of him, look him up. Uh, he was a great coach, but he was even better, quirkier person. I mean, it's just, it's, he, he was good. You know, that was super, super quirky. That was a Southern uh, guy, Southern coach, Jerry Glanville. I was going to say Glanville, lead to Dickens Crowley. Yeah, yes, that, was, yeah. That, was, that was great. That was this thing. Before uh, we get to kind of the final segments here, Elliot, why do you hate Tom Brady this week? <laughs> because he did it again. He fucking did it again. <laughs> and everybody not named Pappas, but doesn't have Tom Jizz in him. And they don't call him. Even this one, who hates Dallas and didn't want it, he goes, yeah, but the guy was falling down anyway. That was his excuse. He goes, it was Pass interference, but the guy was falling down anyway. Again, it always But Tom happens. Brady didn't push off. So why he pushed off at Tom He threw Brady? the ball because but he didn't push off. He pushed off at Tom But he's getting credit for another win. Got yes. Because the referees are don't in the pocket. Hate, don't if that was caught by that hate. ball, he would not get that call. Right? Right. You agree? I agree. Mm-hmm. See, I mean that was obvious. <laughs> that was pass interference. Pass interference. But fuck the Cowboys, so I'm bad. It's only a foul. Yeah. <laughs> it's only a foul if it gets called. So they never get called. Well, they never fouls. Thank God for Eli Manning. At least one man you can beat him. Yep. Twice. 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 Was there anything else from this weekend of football that surprised you guys? For um, me, it was Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, yeah, Aaron Rodgers definitely. definitely. For yeah. me, it was Jameis Winston. Five oh, he was great. Yeah. under 200 yards and no picks. Right? That's crazy. I mean, what a year of, I guess, solid coaching and sitting behind a, a, a Hall of Famer does yeah. that. There's a rumor. There's a big rumor. Do we have Lasix? No. <laughs> no, that Sean Payton signed him to show the league that he's a better quarterback whisperer than Bruce Arenas. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I mean, the proof, they have a rivalry. After one game, I'll have to say yes. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. But again, Bruce Arenas is more aggressive. No, no, uh, no, uh, no, 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 no
So he, he wants you slinging it out there. He, he'll live with the interceptions. Uh, Peyton won't. That's his line, no risk it. No, 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 no risk it, no biscuit. I yeah, think that's what yeah. he calls it. Or no biscuit, no risk. One way or the other. No risk it, no biscuit. How about you? Would you be any surprises? <clears throat> Well, I do hope nobody was stupid enough to take my advice on Skins winning the division. <laughs> I <laughs> almost bet on that. <laughs> I called it too, so I can rethinking my thoughts. I took stupid picture thank you for that. <laughs> oh, yeah, my, my sleeper. He's still sleeping, but he's going to wake up next week. <laughs> I also said, did I say last week that the Bears are going to win outright versus the Rams? You did tell me that. After I told you, that was a lock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They outrightly got their asses whooped. I mean, one on one, and they fall right no. down. Remember, I said, I said, Fields is going to throw it all over the field because he's going to get in. I'm like, oh, Dalton will get hurt or hit. It is one week. You know, the score would have been 75 to 40 or something like that. The first week, you know, sometimes it's just. You can't really tell. We'll see what happens. We Does Rodgers bounce back? Yeah, he definitely has to Does bounce Winston back. Winston have another great game? Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I guess it depends who he's playing, too. Yeah. Who's going to be the starting quarterback for the rest of the season? Heineken. Cam Newton. Or you think it's Newton? Well, it might be somebody that's not on the team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it going to be I think Heineken, Allen, or Newton? Yeah. Or, or I think, I think Heineken's going to get hurt. Heineken's going to get hurt by week three, week yeah. four. No choice but to sign. I mean, Kyle Allen is shit might as well bring somebody that's lesser shit let him finish it off all right this has been awesome gee what you think awesome did you have a good time i did yeah you're coming back it depends on if you invite me back there was a lot of shit that happened today <laughs> that's so crazy like literally we at the door yeah yeah uh, for, for those that are unaware, uh, we did have to pause in the middle once because the Verizon guy was like literally acting like someone was like he was in a horror movie. <laughs> 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 that, was like, that was like a weird knock and a bunch of doorbells. Yeah, actually, I literally was like, the cops are here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a cop knock. Yeah. Number one. Uh, and the second one was uh, I had a massive family emergency. Uh, my father texted me, called me, called my wife, called my son, texted my son, texted, <laughs> threw smoke signals up because the power went out. <laughs> so anyway we'll have to figure out when you can come back um but we will be here next week so everyone please join us when we discuss the biggest movie disappointments we've had the food you craved or craved after a night of drinking the friend that had it all together in grade school or high school so the person you just thought was going to be like president or just was going to do it all and the night that you live that should have been a movie Oh. And it can't be the one where you got shot, man. You Damn it, man. Was so, good. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So thanks for joining us, everybody. We uh, look forward to talking to you guys. Go and say goodbye. Later. 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 Later.